This episode's random word is omiyage. Now, omiyage, what is this? This is souvenir, I guess the best translation would be. And this is a very big part of the Japanese culture. So anytime someone comes to visit you, or you go to visit them from out of town, or you're celebrating something, you'll typically bring omiyage. Or if you go on a trip, you'll pick up a gift as a souvenir and bring it back. And this typically includes sweets or uh, maybe some teacups or something. But lots of different gifts. And honestly, it's like a business in Japan. It's huge. And it can be quite... Um, Uh, quite a job, actually. So when people come to visit, they'll bring you all these gifts and you're expected to give them back as well. So you have to return them. So you kind of keep what they gave you and then you're like, okay, what do I need to get them back now? So it's it's honestly a very big part of like the, the polite culture, I think, in Japan. And um, it can be a lot of work. <laughs> so if you ever have guests over, prepare for some omiyage and enjoy. Welcome to another episode of the Japan Podcast. Now, this episode is special. This is going to be the turning point in, well, Japan and in your ability to learn Japanese quickly, fun, and easily. Now, how does this work? Well, think about this. How long have you spent learning Japanese and what have you tried? Have you tried reading books, listening to audio, watching the random video, and, well, such? Well, <laughs> Do you know Japanese? Are you fluent in it?、Mm, I'm not. I have failed in every way possible, and I have learned a lot from all my failures in learning this. So I have tried the books. I've tried the audio. I've tried random videos. I've even lived in Japan for over a year, and I've come back. Yeah, I、uh, still don't know Japanese. And why is that? Well, I've, I've read, I've learned, and you know, there's been times where I've been pretty good, and then I've forgotten it all. And. There's one key thing missing from every other available way to learn Japanese. And what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna use that thing, that special thing that's missing from all these other ways to learn the language, and I'm gonna be creating my own program to learn Japanese using this as the key factor. Now, what is this key factor? This key factor is implementation and practicality, I guess that's a word.、Um, yes, but the big thing is implementation. Now, think about this. A lot of people, when you try to learn, you're like, yes, I got this big book. I got all these audio CDs. I'm going to just burn through it all. Okay, that's what I did. And I was just going, I was reading. I was like, yes, I mastered this page. Yes, I went, to I went through this. Then I skip a couple of chapters. I get ahead. I'm like, yes, I, I learned this new phrase today. That's cool. Then you skip ahead and you spend another month, you know, kind of working your way through the rest. And by the end of it, you're like, oh, cool. I learned a lot. And then you go to use it and you're like, geez, I can't remember anything. What, what happened? I spent all that time. I, I felt good about it at the time, but I just. It's gone. And that happened to me over the last three years. I think I've been on and off being pretty good at some points, and then I forget it all. And then I'm just like, ah,、oh, shoot, do I have to start from the beginner lessons again? Like, what's, what is this weird cycle I'm in? And the thing is, it's just a lack of implementation. If you want to learn how to speak another language, it's got to become a part of your life. It's not just something you, you read and then you're like, okay, I retain the whole story. It's like even with a storybook, you read a book, you don't remember the whole thing, you don't remember every word. So here's what I'm going to do for you is I'm going to provide you the first way to learn Japanese that, in my opinion, is actually going to work. 
My goal is I'm going to be only speaking Japanese by the end of this year.、Um, my wife is Japanese, so we, it's easy to do. I'm, I'm lucky with that, but not everyone's in this situation. So I'm going to provide you the ways to do this for yourself, regardless of、um, who you live with or even if you live alone. So check this out. What it's going to be is every week you're going to be given lessons. Now, these lessons are going to retain. Um, one simple phrase, just a little bit of knowledge. It's all going to be practical and daily life im- implementationable. Implementable? Implementable. That's the word. I can't even speak English. <laughs> so, anyways, that's what it's going to be. Every week you're going to be getting at least one lesson on a specific practical phrase. You'll have supplemental lessons throughout the week as well to kind of keep reviewing and keep going at it. But what this is going to do. Is I'm gonna show you a little bit and just be like, okay, this is how to say what's for dinner, what's for lunch, what's for breakfast. You're gonna learn just this, just these simple things. And be like, oh, I can remember that. That's easy. It's like, okay, you remember these things easily. Now use it all week. So you're gonna say every time for breakfast. Even if you're alone, you can just be like, hey, what's for breakfast to yourself? What's for lunch? What's for dinner? Say these three little things and that's your week. Okay, and then by the time the week has ended, you know it, you've mastered it, you've implemented it into your life as natural. Let's move on to the next week and let's learn something else. And by the time you're going through it all, there's going to be at the end of every month, there'll be reviews on everything you've learned. And、um, by the end of it, every week, you're going to be given these simple things, so little, like not, not to an overwhelming state, and you're going to remember everything. And here's the thing is, You might be like, wow, I'm only going to learn like one phrase a week. What's that going to do? It's like, that's going to actually remain in your mind, remain in your memory. That's the most important thing. Okay, so don't overwhelm and just slow and steady wins the race from that old classic tale. That's what it's going to be. Think about it. By the end of a year, even if you only learned one phrase a week, I'll provide you more than that. But if you learn just one phrase a week times 54 weeks a year, you are a master of 54 phrases in Japanese. How many phrases do you know now? For me, I've spent many years studying on and off, and I probably know maybe like 10. <laughs> so、um, if I stuck with this technique and actually converted my daily conversation and thoughts to these, Phrases, I'd know, what would that be, that'd be like?、Uh, almost 200 phrases, most likely. That's a lot of phrases. Wow. Okay, so, anyways, if you want to become fluent in Japanese and be speaking only Japanese by the, by the end of this year, like me, I'm going to take you along for it, show you how to do it, and provide you the tools to actually get this going. So, I highly suggest, here's how to, here's how to start this way, okay? Here's how to. Access all this great stuff coming. You're gonna go to japonline.com, that's the website. I've revamped the whole thing, totally updated.、Uh, that is J A P P O N L I N E.com, japonline.com. And what you're gonna see there, there's an indicator saying when the lessons begin and、um, how to sign up and become a member of this. It's all totally. There's, it's all free. There's nothing. You just give me your email address and then I will collect it. And then every month I will send you a review of all the content, all the lessons that was taught that month as a nice review and provide you special bonuses for study materials. Now you get some、uh, specific things only people who sign up will get, which I think will really help you learn and memorize all this stuff. So it's going to be some fun things. And 
here's the thing. None of these lessons are going to be boring, okay? They're not going to be like, today we're going to learn this. It's like, yeah, yeah, okay, just get to it. Um, it's going to be realistic, practical, and uh, entertaining. And you're going to be given a, a weekly podcast, weekly videos, and whatever else I can provide you. I got lots of cool ideas. I really think this is going to help a lot of people. And for me, especially, it's going to, it's, I've spent a lot of time trying to learn and being inside the culture. So I've analyzed how to actually make this work. And I think this is it. And this is what I'm going for. So very, very excited. I've now built a home studio to start doing this every week. And um, just get ready. This is going to be amazing. This will be the first language program that's actually going to be practical and retainable. So go for it. Okay. Go to japonline.com. Sign up with your email address. You'll get a little welcome email. And then every month, you'll get one email kind of reviewing all the content that was learned that month and just to make sure you don't miss anything. And get ready for some amazing content. Now, I'm going to be doing、uh, YouTube videos, Instagram videos, and podcasts, and some other random things. But if you go to the website, you can check out all the platforms this content will be released on. And just make sure to subscribe and prepare to learn. All right, and with that, finally all out of the way. That's the big update, and I'm very, very excited. I got a lot of stuff <laughs> planned for this first launch. So I believe it was, what month is it now? I'm so, I'm in the middle of moving from Japan back to Canada right now. And、uh, yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on right now. So life is all over the place, but、uh, this is going to be good. This is going to be very good. So, anyways,、um, what I wanted to share with you is. My year in Japan and kind of what I analyzed in a brief way, I wanted to share. So, when I went there, I mostly immersed myself within the culture. I was living with a Japanese family and、um, even created my own family while being out there. So, lots of stuff learning. Now, when I was there, my main motivation to come back and actually master and become fluent in this language is a lot happened this last year. That I really wish I had the ability to understand what's going on. Like the whole like pregnancy, giving birth, for one, that's a huge factor. And, you know, going to doctor's appointments and filling out paperwork. I couldn't fill out any papers, I couldn't understand anything. Just makes you feel pretty lousy and、um, such. And there's so much, like, even with the little bit I was able to communicate、um, with people, it was. Very fulfilling, and there's a lot more opportunities you can open up if you can communicate to people properly. This is a huge thing. And now, coming back here, I'm I'm back within my language and I can read and write. And I realize, like, wow, you can do a lot more if you can actually communicate properly. So it feels pretty good right now. But at the same time, there's a lot more I want to experience out there and to kind of a lot more people I'd like to communicate with properly. So, um, There's a big thing there. So, I want to, you know, kind of go on with my family and be able to speak both languages with everyone. That's a huge part of my life now. So,、um, that's why I'm so dedicated to this and I want to share it in a fun way with all of you. So, yeah, going back, like living in Japan, there's a lot of lifestyle differences. And coming back here, I'm just trying to balance them all out. Like, oh, what did I like from this? And what didn't I like? And, you know, how can I implement both of these? So, 
I know like、um, if any of you are thinking about going to Japan or staying there, like honestly, it's a really good place to live. You have,、um, now most people think Japan might be only like city and craziness, but honestly, there's a lot of really nice neighborhoods, a lot of nice nature, and、um, obviously the big crazy city as well. Now, myself personally, I'm more of a Uh, peaceful, relaxing dude. So I like to go out and just sit in a park or, you know, have my space and relax and walk around. And taking the trains out there and getting bombarded by people everywhere and crowds and being squished into trains, there's a lot going on that I don't like on a daily basis, but that's just me.、Um, I like going out and experiencing something fun, but honestly, by the end of a couple hours, I'm exhausted and I want to go back to my park and hide in under a tree or something. So,、um, anyways, if you're thinking about going to Japan, just be aware. You can get both sides, just choose your location according to that. So, if you like more peaceful nature,、um, there's a lot even close to the city that you can find. So, if that's a concern, you can always find a nice, peaceful place.、Uh, so, don't worry about that. And if you're into the city thing, that's yeah, plenty, plenty for you. And、um, yeah, so. So that's like the locational aspect of it. The cultural aspect, there's a lot of things. One thing I really find interesting about Japanese in general is it's not only a language that you're learning, there's a lot of communication things that are embedded into just the way people communicate. Now,、um, we've mentioned before on the podcast, like there's kind of an indirectiveness to the language. So, like a lot of things are kind of implied, like there's kind of hidden,、um, unspoken kind of communication. Rules I can get into more later, but it's like even if you speak kind of vaguely, there's like an unspoken thing that connects to that that people just kind of know.、Um, obviously, I would like to have someone actually Japanese come in and share those more in detail. So I'll do that later, but that's kind of something. It's not only a language, there's a lot of like body language as well. And the way they communicate, like the whole bowing thing is. It's kind of interesting. It's like when you're greeting, they actually have like、uh, measurements of degrees and like、uh, to pay more respect if someone bows to you and you're trying to pay more respect, you bow deeper than them. So it's there's there's a kind of like the whole body language aspect of communication and、um, there's that. And then there's the whole like omiyage, which I mentioned as the word if you're visiting someone from out of town, just、uh, it's kind of like common to bring them a gift. Um, if someone gifts you something, you should generally give them back something. There's, there's a whole, like a whole、uh, structure of things. I can get into that more later, but I'm just giving you like the bullet points here.、Um, some fun things. And another really funny thing I learned about making phone calls something I've never seen or read about before. If you want to be polite and you're calling a business asking for some advice or、um, asking to make an appointment, or if you're the one calling someone, It's most polite to wait for them to hang up first, something I would never ever think about before. So it's like, okay, you call someone, and then it's like, all right,、uh, thank you, bye. You wait, listen, did you hear the phone click? There you go. Okay, now you can hang up. It's kind of like a, another manner thing. There's a whole lot of manner things. So、um, for me, I, I, you know, I'm generally polite and I like polite people, but there's a whole nother level. So,、um, Write a book on this Japanese manners. I'm sure there's a lot, but, anyways, there's the, the, the people are really nice in Japan, and 
Um, even if you can't understand, I'm quite impressed how open they are to English speaking people. They might not be able to understand, but they show you respect. Like, you're never treated like, oh, who's this person who can't speak my language? You're never, I've never been looked at like that from anyone、um, that I can recall. All ages, too, like、um, the young and the elderly, they all pay respect.、Um, and they're very,、um, what is that? They, if you try to speak Japanese with them, they're very、uh, respectful of that. Like, they, they very much appreciate that. So, The more you can learn, the better, and I think the more opportunities you'll find. So,、um, anyways, location, people, and yet again, I always go back to this the food is absolutely amazing, and the prices are awesome. And also,、um, Japan, I don't know about what country you are listening to this from, but、um, there's no tipping when you go out to eat. You do not tip the waiters and the waitresses, and、um, Honestly, the service you get is way better than places I generally tip at in Canada here. <laughs> like, you, all the waiters, and I've always had great experiences. So,、um, there's been like the odd time where I feel kind of like,、uh, okay, it's, it's okay.、Um, but a lot of the time, they're very like、uh, happy and friendly and helpful. You always get、uh, more water, tea, whatever you want. And It's, it's great, and the food is so good and quite cheap, much cheaper than here, and there's no tips, so yay! I like that a lot.、Um, so, yeah, you're, you're in for a good treat, and getting around, there's trains, buses, and all sorts of trains, and even planes within the country, so travel's all very, very accessible. So, honestly, it's a great place. There's, I don't have a lot to complain about at all.、Um, one thing is,、um, If you're staying in a traditional like, Japanese house, it can be quite cold. There's not really like, central heating or heating within the rooms. It's all,、um, honestly, you have like, a little propane stove, or it's not propane, it's like a gas. I don't know what kind of gas, but some sort of stove that you kind of move room to room. Some places have actual heaters, but you have little like, floor heaters, space heaters, and that's kind of in there. And then as soon as you leave that room to go to the washroom or something, the rest of the house is just freezing. But luckily, the toilet seats are heated. I like that very much.、Um, yeah, but the winters can be quite cold in the houses.、Um, definitely、uh, keep that in mind. And the summer, last summer when I was there, was one of the hottest summers, I think, on record. And honestly, it is humid and hot. If you're actually planning on going there in the summer, I would. Most try to avoid it because literally you're just going to be dripping in sweat the whole time.、Um, you can still go, just plan accordingly.、Um, I would say the best time would be like、uh, September, October.、Uh, even the winter's okay, it's not generally like too, too bad. But、um, yeah, September, October is really nice. Like the July, August is super hot, like just. Crazy, you need air conditioning, or else you will just melt. Seriously,、um, so yeah, so keep that in mind.、Um, generally, it's quite windy, windy in Tokyo.、Um, what else can I say? These are just general points. I don't know why.、Um, I hope this is helpful, but、um, yeah, so like my time out there, I, I also wanted to share like when I first moved there, I was like, yeah, all this new place and all this cool stuff. and Uh, it's always very exciting to go somewhere new. And, you know, I got quite busy there and lots of stuff going on. And I realized, like, no matter where you live in general or where you choose to live, 
it doesn't really matter where you situate yourself, where you position yourself. It's mostly what you have around you. That's like when I was there for a time, I was a bit stressed, uh, lots of stuff going on, and I couldn't communicate to people properly, and I was just too busy to put in a lot of time to actually deal with that. Um, and it got pretty stressful and, you know, feeling like, oh, I can't do anything here. Like I could, like I'd go out and do stuff, but I can't actually communicate properly. And I feel kind of, you know, like not quite accessible, but you know, when I met a friend out there and then we were both going through the same situation and we both like would help each other out in that way. And, you know, like learn together and go out and experience all these different things. So I think like if you have like regardless of where you are, you know, if you're satisfied with how you're spending your time and the people you're with, it doesn't really matter. So I don't know, like don't think you need to go somewhere crazy to enjoy your life. It's honestly it doesn't matter where you are. It's just who you're with and um, how you choose to spend your time, really. So um, make that happen wherever you are and you'll be good to go. So there's a lot of adventures over this last year and honestly just trying to review it there's too much to even try to dissect i'm gonna to have to think more about that and share random pieces as i go but anyways what i really wanted to share with this episode is um just if you want to learn japanese get ready for september and that'll be the first month i believe yes yeah, september i have the announcement on the website go there and sign up Get ready for weekly lessons that you'll actually remember and fun practical ways of learning Japanese. Now, I really want you to try this because I've went through all other programs and this is going to be totally different and very effective. So go for it, sign up and get ready to enjoy what is Japan. So you're going to get weekly podcasts, weekly videos, bonus materials and fun random cultural videos. And I have a fun kitchen stocked of Japanese goods, so I can share a lot of random cooking stuff, Japanese style with you too. So I don't know, there's just so much to share with this culture and with this language, and I'm very excited for it. So get ready to finally learn Japanese. And I'll talk to you all very soon.、Um, I'm just doing my best right now to set up everything and get everything organized. And yeah, so be prepared and talk to you soon. <laughs>